0: This is a Squeeze podcast, where your shortcut to being informed. Good morning. I'm Kate Watson, and I'm Claire Kimball. It's Wednesday, the twelfth of May. In your Squiz today, our big spending budget, China's population growth slows down, concerns around plans for Instagram for kids, and a nod to our nurses. This is your Squeeze today. All right, Claire, we've been previewing it and previewing it, and now the budget, as they say, has been handed down. What was clear before last night is that Australia is going to be in serious debt for a long time after all the spending already committed by the government to keep us chugging along throughout this global pandemic. That looks set to continue. But what the Treasurer, Josh Frydenberg, was keen to point out last night was that things could have been a lot worse.
1: A lot worse, he says, after that once-in-100-years pandemic really did put paid to the government's plans of a surplus in this current financial year. What Josh Frydenberg said last night is that the budget deficit is set to come in at $161 billion for this financial year. A lot of that has gone to the JobKeeper payment that had to keep people connected to workplaces as people were stood down last year. Uh, Also, looking at Australia's debt, that should peak around the $1 trillion mark uh, as we head towards 2025. Uh, He says, though, that what has happened in the last few months shows that the Australian economy is very resilient and that Australians have done very well. As far as what was in it, well,
0: the top line is that there's more than $29 billion in temporary business and personal income tax cuts, $33 billion in extra funding for services and an additional $4 billion for training programs. Big ticket items though, Claire, start with aged care.
1: Aged care really is the scene stealer of this budget. There's $17.7 billion dollars for aged care that comes in the wake of that Royal Commission that's uncovered really shocking levels of neglect. That includes 80,000 extra home care places. That means more people can stay in their homes and receive care. Also subsidies for aged care providers to improve the quality of care and some money to improve training for workers.
0: There was also $20.7 billion, if you're still with us on the numbers, to extend tax breaks to businesses. And, Claire, a little sweetener for low- and middle-income earners. The
1: Yeah, a tax cut. Nothing says we're heading towards an election soon Mm. than a tax cut. And almost half of Australians will receive uh, some benefit from an extension to what's called the low and middle income tax offset. That's worth up to $1,080 per individual.
0: Yeah, an election is due in the next year. The context to all of this is that there is a word of warning around the assumptions that have been made. That includes things like international travel returning to normal by mid-2022. Vaccinations being completed by the end of the year. Also, the economy has to keep on growing. Unemployment needs to continue to drop and wages need to go up. So just a few little things there. If that's all too much information this morning, never fear. We're doing a squeeze shortcut on all of this later today. That'll be out tomorrow. Hold tight. We've got you back on this one. Leaving the budget clear and heading over to India, where the World Health Organization has declared the variant of COVID-19 spreading through the country of global concern.
1: Yeah, they say that that's a real worry, of course, as the coronavirus does split into variants, what that means, not just for the country where it's happened, but across the world and what it means for continuing to fight off the coronavirus. Looking at what's happening in India for the past nine days straight, there's been more than 300,000 new infections, sometimes getting up to as high as 400,000 plus.
0: We've said it before, but we'll say it again, Claire. Big concerns about what's happening in India. Also over the border into Nepal, where the Red Cross says 40% of all COVID tests are showing a positive result. To China now, and data from a census conducted late last year shows that China's population is growing at its slowest pace in decades. The birth rate is down, people are getting older, and it's a big social and economic challenge for the government.
1: It is like developed countries that we've seen around the world really struggling with their balance of population. What it means is that China's population is ageing rapidly, and that sees potentially not enough young workers in place to support them because they will need pensions and they'll need other sort of support as they get into their older years. The government there really does need to shift gears because it has just been on a population growth trajectory that's seen its economy grow very strongly. 1.4
0: 1.4 billion people in China as it stands now. I thought an article in the New York Times put it well when they simply said the country is growing old without first having grown rich. As it stands, Claire, those under the age of 13 can't join Facebook or Instagram unless you lie about your age, of course, which apparently does (laughs) happen. No surprises there. Facebook, who owns Instagram, in March revealed they did have plans to launch a kids version of the Instagram app. But there seems to be quite a bit of opposition to that idea.
1: Yeah, officials from 44 US states have jointly written to Facebook urging them to abandon those plans. They say that there's all sorts of health issues linked to social media, including bullying and mental health problems. They also have concerns about privacy. They say there's just so many dangers about getting young kids on those platforms. So they've urged them to walk away from that. Facebook, for its part, says that it's done quite a bit with kids through its Messenger app there are ways they say of making it safe for kids.
0: I can't not give our Squiz Kids podcast a plug at this point Claire indulge me (laughs) if you're looking for a place for your kids to get a daily dose of news without all the scary stuff opinion free no agenda a bit of fun Squiz Kids is where it's at give it a go. Tom Cruise, Claire, has reportedly handed back his Golden Globe Awards and NBC, who broadcasts them each year, has
1: given them the flick. Look, I know there's a lot said about Tom Cruise. I was quite surprised that he is a Golden Globe winner, though, I have to say. <laughs> three, three, apparently. Indeed. But, look, he does join a list of A-listers who really have expressed their concerns in recent times about the organisation behind the Golden Globe's awards. There was a report out uh, earlier this year that pointed to issues with corruption, uh, also issues of diversity on their judging panels, and that has seen a number of people express concerns. NBC, as you say, has dropped plans to broadcast the awards next year. Didn't have a good showing this year by any stretch.
0: Yeah, 13-year low, was it, when the ratings came in, so big issues for the Golden Globes. Here I was, Claire, thinking the biggest news in entertainment was that Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck were back
1: together. (laughs) Rumours say. Rumours say. say, Not confirmed.
0: The wealthiest person in the world, Jeff Bezos, well he bought a boat 500 million US dollars worth of boat Claire. It's a
1: Boat. Yeah, it's a really big boat, 127 metres. It's a super yacht, uh, so big that it needs its own support yacht. Uh, and it does cost a pretty penny, no doubt, just to build as well as to run, I imagine. Yeah, he's commissioned that to be built. Apparently, Claire,
0: yachts and boats are all the rage in these COVID times for the rich and famous. You can't travel around the world, but you can jump on a boat, you can socially distance. It's a place to be. <laughs> Squeeze the Day, Claire, and it's the anniversary of Florence Nightingale's birth in 1820. That also means it's International Nurses Day. Plenty of nurses I know who listen to the squeeze
1: and nod to you this morning. A very big nod. They've done, of course, such an amazing job as they do last year, as in any year. Uh, For me, I'll be looking at Josh Frydenberg, who fronts up to the National Press Club today. That is a big extravaganza that comes out of Parliament House.
0: Budget continues. You thought it was over. No.
1: No, never over.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That'll do us today. Thanks for tuning into the Squeeze Today podcast. As always, if you like our podcast, leave us a review on your podcast app. It's a great way to spread the word. Enjoy your Wednesday and we'll be back tomorrow. A quick message now from our podcast partner.